Hi, guys. Thank you for listening to the GR Rideshare Adventures podcast. This is a bonus episode. Um, I sit down with Jackie or Jax from Michigan Insurance and Financial Services, uh, M-I-A-F-S. And uh, wow, what a good interview. It's quick, it's short, it's to the point. Jackie uh, is a sponsor of our show, and she sells insur- insurance. So um, please reach out to her. She saved me $70 a month. Why wouldn't you? 269-569-6127. 269-569-6127. As you'll hear, that is her direct cell phone. And you can email her, Jackie at MIAFS.com. Jackie at MIAFS.com. We kind of just talk about insurance and tips and, and those kind of things. So thank you, uh, Jackie, for uh, supporting the GR Rideshare Adventures podcast and enjoy. Hi, guys. Welcome to the GR Rideshare Adventures podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. I got a bonus episode here with uh, Jax from Michigan Insurance and Financial Services. Don't ask her about the financial services. That's what she just told me. So <laughs> thank Oh, sorry. Pull that mic up there. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I'm a terrible host. Pull it like right up. Oh, okay. There. Like it, back close? Yeah. Well, right. Is that cool? Yeah, that's cool. All right. I'm a terrible <laughs> host. I apologize for that. I'm like, I can't hear her. What is going on? <laughs> so why don't you tell me about the the company? Um, you are a new sponsor, and I'm super excited because uh, just real quick, if, if you haven't listened to the other podcasts, uh, you save me a ton of money, like 70 bucks a month, yeah. which, okay, and the small, yeah, 70 a month, but when it for the whole year... It's like over 800 bucks or something like that. So it's a lot of money. So I'm super excited that you decided to sponsor the show. So why don't you tell me a little bit about about you and the business that you work for? Yeah, um, I've been doing insurance for about seven years now for the state of Michigan. For the last four years, I've been with Michigan Insurance and Financial Services. Um, we're a great independent agency, so we actually have several different carriers and companies that we represent. Uh, that's on the personal auto home side, also some commercial, um, and then I do also offer some life insurance too. So okay, yeah. So you're a broker, right? So that means yeah, independent agent, I guess, is what they say. Okay, I should re- relabel. <laughs> what i say because i've been saying a broker like, broker yeah some people would say it's a broker too just because we don't t- typically work for just one carrier right. so we're working for the client um you know we're still the agent we're still servicing the account uh we're still making sure everything's going smoothly with the account making the changes for you um with all the servicing etc so we're we're still kind of like that guy right next door but at the same time we just have a lot of different choices so um and you don't have to it might be in the weeds we talked to her and i talked before we're going to try to keep everything out of the weeds and not to uh complicated because insurance is a complicated thing. And if you have a specific question, please email her because I cannot answer it. So how do you get paid then? Like I, I'm interested how sure. you saved me a ton of money and then you still got paid. So yeah, no, that's actually a fair question. And everybody asks that usually because that's usually the first question people ask. Well, do I got to pay you a fee? Right, exactly. And the answer is no. You, right, you don't pay me a fee. The carrier pays me. So we're getting paid a commission to place that business with that carrier. So each carrier has a different percentage that they pay out, and we just get paid based off of that. Okay, well that's yeah. good. Um, and so you do a little bit of life insurance. Um, yeah, one thing, my old insurance company, like the last six months, he's been like hounding me for life insurance. Now I have it. Sure. Like I've had it for a while, but man, 
he just was beating down my door. I'm like, man, must be a good commission on that life insurance. <laughs> Depends on what you're buying. <laughs> yeah, I guess. So don't get me wrong. Good a- He was a good agent. There was nothing ill will. And then, you know, uh, bad about him. I was just looking to save money. And um, it's kind of funny when uh, when you do change insurance companies, if you do, uh, Jackie can send a form out. You don't even have to call them. And it's like, <laughs> so oh, is that so 2020? Like you don't have to yeah. break up with your insurance agent. You just be like, yeah, this isn't going to work out. I'm going to let someone else do it. So yeah, it's super fair. People typically don't like to break up. And, I know. Yeah. But that's what's cool about me too, though, is because like in two or three years, maybe four years, your rates go crazy again. Well, yeah. I got all these carriers. Like we'll just look again. You know? Yeah. That's a huge yeah. advantage because yeah. you're sticking with one company and it is what it is like this right. is the price i mean you can complain about it but um so let's dive into a couple of questions um you know we had some that i came up with and then some that uh you know some of the listeners did and one of the ones i came up with is like why is it important to have that extra ride share insurance the rider that Honestly, Farmers was the first. Okay, Farmers was my agent. I just blew it. Well, I don't, I don't want to tell you who the agent was, but Farmers uh, was the first company in Michigan to offer that rideshare insurance. So I had Farm Bureau, and the second I found out Farmers had it, I switched companies. Like mm-hmm. price was because I wanted to make sure I was covered. Because like before that, we're just kind of rolling the dice. True story. You know. So why is it important? So I would say the biggest thing that's important for is because if you get into an accident and your carrier finds out that you're driving Uber that night, they could deny your claim. Literally. I mean, and that's the biggest thing. You know, you have your liability all set up with Uber or whatever. You know, they they do provide that for you guys. And I know that that's the first thing that obviously somebody would want to go after. But the biggest thing is fixing your car. Well, what happens then? You know, I don't know what the underlying rules are with that policy with Uber or with Lyft or with whatever rideshare company it is. But the bottom line is, is that I do know at least two of my carriers that I can think of in my lineup that would and could deny that claim. Okay. So that that's they don't, the biggest thing. They, that they, they don't offer it. it. Okay. No. Yeah. yeah. I'm so not it's a sure. Big no-no. Okay. I'm surprised there are a ton of, co- or I mean, you said a few, but that everyone's not doing it. I don't know why. I think it's coming. I yeah. think that it's just so new and so fresh yes. that like understanding that risk and how to price it is been the challenge. Um, okay. But yeah, I mean, I know a few of mine do offer it now and it's just a rider on there. And yeah. honestly, it's not that much. No. No. I mean, it's I don't remember, not much I, of cost. Difference. I don't remember what mine was. I mean, I am older. I'm not 25 driving around, so um, <laughs> which would be a lot higher. But I think it, I don't know, it's probably like... I don't know, 20 bucks a month. I don't know. Yeah, 10 maybe, bucks. It's, maybe even less. It just depends. It shows how much yeah. I really studied the, <laughs> I just looked at the bottom line. I'm like, yeah. that looks good. As long as it's apples to apples, I'm cool. Um, one of the things that gets brought up a lot is the level of your personal insurance when you're doing this kind of work, because let's face it, you're at risk. I mean, the more you're on the road, the more you're at risk of getting dinged up, not necessarily you doing it, but someone else. Um, do you recommend having the max amount of insurance on your personal policy to just, just kind of help? Yeah, I mean, in, that's actually one of the big things that it's changing in July. One is um, the recommendation for the state is going to be changing to two hundred fifty thousand per person, five hundred thousand per accident. Everybody's used to oh, I have twenty forty or oh, I have this. Well, it's not enough. It's right. just simply not. Um, but yeah, I would say the lowest amount that would be it right there. Two fifty five hundred would be the lowest. Okay, and, but five hundred thousand and above is great. Uh, but really, the biggest thing that I would say that I would offer a person. Um, you know, if they're really looking to make sure they have that extra protection is is 
getting an umbrella and that umbrella gives you an, an extra, you know, million dollars worth of liability for yourself and it covers not only you, but everybody in your house. Okay. So how would it work if, uh, and I know you don't know exactly the ride share policy, but how would it work if like I got in an accident? Um, but let's say Uber only covers up to a certain amount. Let's sure. say it's a million. And, and I then, believe that's what it is. Yeah. And then I think that's what it is. But then what if it goes over that? I mean, mm-hmm. money so adds up it's quick. It's going to kick in. So you are technically insured double when you're insuring yourself with that ride share, you know, rider on yeah. your policy. So you got that million dollars from Uber. They're going to go after that first. Then they're going to go after your liability limits and then, you know, so on and so forth. Um, the state of Michigan does also have PIP still. Um, so that's still in play. And so if someone's injured in an auto accident, that's really where they're going. Is right you know, with that too. So, uh, but that's one of the things that's changing, you know, in again, in July. So those, yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. Is that going to bring the bill up or down? You know, and they say initially they're supposed to be slashing the rate on PIP. That's what they say. Okay. You know, do I think it's going to change somebody's rate significantly? I don't know. It's really going to depend on the level that gets chosen. We're going to recommend that everyone keeps it unlimited still. I yeah. Mean, we want you paying in because even if you pay a dollar in, you know, you're you're going to get paid out. So explain what that PIP is. I yeah. don't actually know. Personal yeah. injury something, I think. Yeah. Personal injury protection. That's okay. a, It's a state of Michigan thing. Um, You know, we're... No, technically a no-fault state right now. And so if you're injured in an auto accident, that's what helps pay your medical bills. Okay. So speaking of medical, why does it ask, like when I was was shopping for insurance and I actually did go to Progressive's site and it kept asking about, um, do you have health insurance? Sure. So how does that work? Like what kicks in medically? Like if I checked, yes, I have health insurance, does my rates go down because my... The Gig Economy Podcast will be back after a quick break. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. Depends on if your plan coordinates or not. So that's the big if right there is um, does your health insurance coordinate with auto accidents. So meaning, does your health insurance pay out first if you're in an auto accident or do they say no? Oh, so you, you have to call and ask. Oh, and, so you have to find that oh, out yeah. before you check that. Yeah, we check into it typically for our, our clients too. Oh, good. We can, we can look into it. I'm sure. Um, there's like a list, you know, that we typically like to go off of. Uh, we do send it into the carrier. If the carrier denies it, then yeah, you, you would see your rate, uh, you know, increase possibly. Not every carrier offers that big of a discount anymore for okay. it. Progressives, honestly, is probably where I would say they're the fairest. You know, they're okay. charging about the same for it to be primary versus excess. Um, you know, some cases it might be a little bit less, but some, you know, it, it really varies on the person. I mean, it's like your IQ test. <laughs> when you're oh boy, at I don't want to do that. Yeah, no. <laughs> so my buddy, uh, uh, Pete, was in an accident in a lift and he was driving. He did not have a passenger. Someone rear-ended him and then she took off. Uh, got the plate and everything. I don't even know what happened with it. But their deductible is 2500 mm-hmm. um, which is a lot. 
it's a lot of damage to get to 2500 i mean especially just in like an offender bender yeah well it took them forever took them like seven weeks to finally come back and they nickel and dimed it down to under 2500 so pete was gonna have to come up with like 2200 to fix it well progressive stepped in and paid it and i was like oh that's why i went right to progressive i didn't tell you that initially because i wanted to see what you came back with but i was like seriously that's amazing like it's not a lot of money to them but uh, the repair actually was almost 2800 but somehow lifts adjusters got it down under that mark so i was really excited to hear that an insurance company actually stepped up and said yeah we'll cover it i wonder if that's standard or if that was just like hey thanks for being a customer <laughs> no it's not thanks for being a customer okay. if you have that coverage on your policy such as yourself yeah with progressive and we have that box check that you're a rideshare driver yeah if something happens in an accident yes that really we, we will allow so go- you to make the claim through progressive and you will pay the deductible that was selected on your policy at that time. so it goes to lift first and if they sure. deny it, because they're the first, right? And if they, deny- I always say send it to them first. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. But when it comes down to that deductible and getting the car fixed, y- you might want to talk to both. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good to hear. Then that that's huge because I think people are worried about that twenty five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not if that's the case, then you almost hope they don't do it because <laughs> then if your deductible is five hundred or a thousand, I think uh, I don't think that, do they have anything higher typically the deductible. Um, usually we do. S- a thousand or less, yeah, you know, it's, a thousand is about this is the standard, I would say. Yeah. And usually that's because of, you know, liens on cars and the banks and they yeah. don't allow it to be any higher than that. Oh. So there is actually a rule in place for lien holders um, and also c- people that lease cars okay. um, that typically I would say most, most banks, um, it's a thousand bucks or less. And okay. if you, so you can't have your deductible higher than that. Oh yeah. Cause I've never been offered yeah. anything higher. Um, because some people, you know, if you got an emergency fund and if you can save monthly, I mean, if you're, I mean, the chances of how many people getting in an accident, I mean, yeah, I mean, just like my wife drives to work every day and, you know, to the gym and maybe the grocery store, I mean, put her on a $3,000 deductible because <laughs> the chances of, although you can't predict someone hitting her, I guess, sure. so. I don't know. It's so, it's so, uh, you can self risk though. So if you do own the vehicle outright and that's yeah. a risk you want to take, there are companies that do offer, um, up to 2,500 bucks. I've okay. noticed, um, not every carrier does, but there are a couple out there and you know, you might save 10, 20 bucks a month. Yeah. I guess that's not that big of a deal, but, uh, um, so let's see. Well, let's go in. We'll ask some questions from the drivers. So Jamie asked, can I still drive? Oh, can I still drive without the rideshare rider? Yes. I would say yes, but it also, you know, it depends on your carrier. I mean, I would check with your carrier and make sure still. I mean, it's a sticky situation. I know. Honestly, I knew I knew going in there was a risk, and I don't know why I took it because I'm – I mean – I got tattoos. I, I I just not a huge risk taker when it comes to that. You got that Uber insurance, and so everyone thinks, oh well, I have this Uber I insurance, know. and so I'm going to be fine, and it doesn't matter. Well, it could, it could, so. and and yeah. and then I would see on all the chat rooms, chat rooms. What am I? <laughs> not, AOL. All the like Facebook groups. Like, I'd be like, don't tell your insurance agent. Like. You will get, you, they will say, they will give you your warning right there. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. We actually have to immediately, if you, if that's disclosed to me, I'm immediately like, okay, well, if you're going to be driving rideshare or doing Uber, I said, then we need to move you to a specific carrier that offers that. And yeah. we're going to do it 
now, if right. you're doing it now, you know, or if, you know, as soon as you enter that contract where you're going to turn that button on and, yeah. and hit the road, you know, we, we really should move you. Yeah. And then I, again, I tell people, um, I have even had close friends that they're like, yeah, I don't want to get the rider. I'm like, it's so cheap. Like, are you, why you, everything could be covered for you. Why would you, why would you cheap out on that? Like, if you're going to cheap out, like, fine, I don't know, don't go out to eat today or something. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it, it's not that much. But one of the questions, uh, this is mine, too. Um, so there's a lot of food delivery out there now. I do it, too. You know, Postmates, Uber Eats. I don't do Uber Eats. It's terrible. But Grubhub, like, all those. And then there's um, Amazon, Mm-hmm. flex delivery so that rider doesn't cover any of those correct rideshare does so i would say you still have rideshare on your policy from what i'm understanding uh, we did check with one of our carriers and they said that yes they it would cover the same way um, that would be something that we would want to maybe specifically ask you know of course the carrier up yes. front. but um yeah i mean i say still have that rider because that's still a form of rideshare i mean you're still doing something um you know if you're working for domino in delivering pizza, that's a different, different story. Because you're not an imbe- yeah, independent contractor exactly. at that point. Yeah. Um, okay. And you don't have an underlying liability policy typically when you're driving for, you know, a Pizza Hut or a Papa John's or something like that. So, you know, and, and so then again, every carrier is going to be different on whether or not they're okay with that risk. I know originally when I talked to my farmer's agent, they said that it did not cover Amazon. Now, that was over two years ago. Yeah, I'm not sure about the Amazon. I would hate to say yes and be incorrect on the Amazon. Uh, but my understanding as far as the other, you know, anything correlated with like the Uber Eats and, and what have you, the rideshare should help out with okay. that. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Um, so this is from Chris. What happens to a... Okay, it's kind of a medical question. What happens to a person that gets into a rideshare accident and they have no medical insurance? Does the company take the hit the driver or both? Well, sh- typically you should be carrying primary PIP then on your insurance um, yeah. for if you your don't personal have insurance. Yeah. Um, and so as long as you're primary on PIP and you're paying into that PIP, then PIP's going to pay out if you're injured. Okay. So that's yeah. easy peasy then. So yeah, yeah if you don't have help. If you injure somebody else, then that's different. You know, they're going to be going after the liability policies first, you know, but also again, PIP's in the state. So some of that overrides and it all depends on how it shakes out. So Jeez. they'll go after some of the liability there. They'll take PIP here, you know. So my question is, if you don't have health insurance, but you have the rider, do you still have to get PIP by by law? By law, everyone has to. Okay. Yep. Everyone has it on their policy. It's not an option. Okay. Um, One of the questions from Vaughn, has the state roped any auto insurance companies to maintain coverage without the rider? So meaning like, is there a company that for sure will cover you without the rider? I guess that's I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, because what that's the purpose of the that's rider. That's the purpose of it. Yeah, they want to know if you're doing it. Yeah, because you, again, more risk. Exactly. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yep, <laughs> they want to know. And so then, you know, and that's why we make sure we have a few carriers that right. we can, that are competitive still, that are great companies, you know, that offer that coverage. So uh, commercial policy, I flirted around with that and got a few quotes and it was ridiculous a month. Can and, be. you know, um, does that change what you can do in your car if you have a commercial policy? Meaning, um, offer like, can you have alcohol in your car, um, or is that not an insurance thing? Is that more of like a chauffeur's thing? That's a chauffeur limo type situation. Because yeah, I don't so know what. So its own licensing through the state um, for one, um, and then yeah, you would have to probably get some sort of liquor liability commercial. 
policy if yeah. you were having you know any alcohol in your vehicle that would 100 percent be a commercial policy yeah um you know what you're doing off hours like driving to and from your commercial policy would still cover you during yeah. that time um but yeah i mean th- they look at that almost like a taxi or a limo service then at that point um and they're pr- it's pretty costly yeah i think it was like I don't know. It was going to be like $800 a month or yeah, something. Like, something like 10 grand. <laughs> it was ridiculous. And I'm like, yeah. I wonder how you could do it if, uh, cause I know there's people that have cars. Let's say you have like five cars and you can rent them out to drivers. Sure. And, and I wonder if you would have to That's get commercial too. Would that be a commercial? Like you would have to have a commercial policy to oh, do yeah. that. percent. Yeah. hundred percent. I don't know how that works. I, we did look into it as a group, as GRI chair adventures. We did look into like maybe doing, I was like, eh, we're not. I don't know. It seems a little sticky. <laughs> seems like there's a lot of liability there. there and I, it is. <laughs> I don't know if I want to mess around with that because I've yeah. seen some rideshare drivers out there. So, um, I want to talk about like saving money, and I know it's all individual. Um, what is the best way to like get a hold of you? I know you don't. You're advertising you. I mean, you work sure. for um, the company, but you. What's the best way to get a hold of you to to get a quote? Yeah, I mean, we do have a Facebook page, and that's totally fine. That's actually managed by all of us. Um, it's Michigan Insurance and Financial Services Grand Rapids, because yep. that's where our office sits. Um, there's actually a few of us that work in that office. I'm I'm one of them. Um, but I would say, yeah, give me a call or shoot me an email. Uh, those are obviously the the yeah. best ways. Um, and and you can text me. I don't care. That's fine. Okay. Too, so. If um if they do reach out through Facebook, um, do they should say they say shout me out? Just yeah. Say, hey, I want to talk to Jackie or yeah. You know, I have I actually have admin rights to that Facebook too, so oh. I, I see the messages coming in and, and everything. So you can be so. like, no, that's mine. I know that guy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But always just because then, you know, it creates less confusion and, and things like that. But yeah, hey, just shout out that you heard something from this podcast. Um, you know, my I go by Jax or Jackie. Either yep. way, everyone knows who I am there. So cool. Yeah. Um, what else do you want to, you know, talk about? Like, do you have any uh, thing that maybe I missed that you think this is important for a rideshare drivers? Yeah, I I would just say, you know, make sure that you're prepared for July 2nd, um, you know, some changes that are going to be coming. And if you have questions, happy to go over any of the questions that you have. I don't care if you end up getting a policy with me or not. Yeah. I'll still look at, look at it for you. Um, you know, making sure that you're set up for the best situation coming up here with the new law changes. That's probably the biggest thing that's going to be happening right now. Yeah, I got your name from Gabe yeah. and he was like... He just raves about you. And I'm like, all right. And then I told him to put it because we maintain a, um, it's not a huge chat. There's about 60 people from around the country. And I know you obviously only do it in Michigan, but, um, we do actually have a couple other states. So if, oh, you're, okay. if you're close along the border, you know, Indiana, Illinois, um, you know, actually Texas, <laughs> funny that's, enough, I know kind of it's kind of random, but, um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're actually licensed in a few other states as well. Oh. So if you know somebody, Florida, um, I believe Tennessee, even, I mean, okay. there's somebody at our office that can definitely assist those people too. So, yeah. So Gabe was like just raving about you. And I mean, there was about six people that are like, I don't know if anyone else reached out from that initial conf, uh, when he posted your number, but I'm like, oh yeah, I was already, what did, what did, oh, you'll love this. This is what set, set it off for mo- Like I had no problem with the service with farmers. I just happened to look at my policy documents and they had the rideshare coverage on the wrong car. <laughs> I don't know how long that's been like that. I've been with them for two years. Wow. I was like, I mean, they switched it right away. Sure. I emailed them, and within you know 
10 seconds, she's like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry, and switched it. But I'm just like, okay, I'm going to shop around, you know? And then like like a week later, Gabe's like, I don't know how it came up in the chat, but I was like, ah, oh, give me your number. <laughs> so yeah, I'm happy to say it, it went smooth. Um, everything was done online. You didn't have to even go in. You could sign everything, which is, the technology yeah. is amazing. So, I mean, within... I mean, you probably could have had me going sooner, but it, we're like, let's do it on the day your draft yeah. drafts the other one. So it's, just, it's like seamless. Yeah, I like to accommodate people as much as I can. So if it's easier for us to start the policy on your next payment, you know, unless we're saving you something like completely astronomic and you're going to yeah. be getting, you know, money back, then, you know, I, we like to make it smooth. So, um, you know, just like canceling the policy for you at the other yeah. place. I mean, so, I know it's so, so little. Some people do it themselves and I don't care which way you do it. I'll, I'll offer it. Or yeah, offer it's it, just, it, I, yeah, it, it's just so funny it's how funny like people nowadays, like well, yeah, everyone's like texting. No one does the face to face and like wait you can break up for me it's the best (laughs) so well thank you for coming in and talking um uh we'll post this and you know if people have any more questions definitely um well obviously everyone knows your number i yeah the phone number that you're throwing out there is actually my you know cell phone too so yeah feel free to text too if you don't want to call i don't care i mean that's not a problem facebook me uh, that's cool too yeah shoot me an email all right well thank you very much have a good one thanks